Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Welcome to Selk Grassroots. This is the Sunday League Show Extra. This is episode three on tonight's show. I'm joined by Dan Cavell, uh, Jan Bieler and Amari. No Omar, Stephen or Russell this week. So we are light. So we're not we're not covered by any West for specialists or our usual stato. So I hope you boys uh, have come fully loaded with some interesting stats to share with with the listeners this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I know. I, I, know so you, I know you boys said that you were busy. You were busy looking up some stats for this week's show. Before we get into um, this week's um, fixtures for the 25th of um, September, we'll go over the results for the 18th. And again, it was pretty poor. No one scoring over seven points. Um, but I would I would say, Amari, you had a, a clean sweep in uh, Quidditch Municipal where you got at least one point for each game. We got one point for each game, which is decent uh, on la- on our usual um, output. Dan Cavaldo, top, top man with um, a green, mm. so three points uh, and two, two yellows, making that five. Um, I'm really doing really shit. This this time <laughs> on these predictions, really terrible. Dan Bieler, um, yeah, yeah, three points in the Quirden League again, falling short in your in your home league. Awful, doing awfully in my own league. <laughs> it's terrible, and I say everything with such conviction with my chest. <laughs> <laughs> you got <laughs> it this way. You have you have to believe. You yeah. have to believe, but um, yeah, it's it's just proving how tough it is to predict um Sunday league football. So at the moment. Uh, the leaderboard is looking like this. Russell is in uh, first place with 13 points. Dan Cavell just up behind him with 12 points in second. Um, then it's Stephen with 10. Uh, and then me, uh, Omar, Dan Bieler and Amari all on eight points. Can I just say quickly? Go on, mate. Can we look at the results in the Croydon League? No one was going no to get any of those right. Like, no, Let's but go. no, obviously not. But I mean, you to, for yeah, if, crazy numbers. We should we should be getting one. We should be able to pick one point as mate more than not out of these results. I mean, <laughs> well, you say that you say that. Yeah, I mean, I, I've managed four points this week, which is terrible. Um, but yeah, the low. I wasn't the lowest score this week. That was um, Omar. He's had a shocker at, at three points in a week. Wow. Three points from 45. I mean, that's pretty bad, isn't it? Makes four, <laughs> that makes four look good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, greens, the greens have got me out of trouble. I've had two greens in two weeks. Other than that, I, mm. I haven't really done that well. I'm hoping, I'm hoping for um for a better week this week. Some yeah, as you say, there's some there's some weird results in there. Uh, Barnos losing nine two. That's that's never happened before as far as I as far as I know. Lambeth hatching five three. We thought it would be tight, but obviously that's an open game. Uh, the rest of them, really, uh, other than the Quirden League, Quirden JFC winning 6-0 was nuts. Surrey Park Rangers 7-6 winners against Albo. 
South Sea Wanderers, 9-1 winners against Shirley. Um, their freak, their freak results, and as you say, Amari, no one's ever going to predict them. But yeah, it was, it was a, it's, it's a great way. I mean, maybe that's food for thought. We, the first few weeks of the season, it's been goals, goals, goals everywhere, and I just wonder if the boys have been a little bit more extravagant with their predictions um, this week. Let's well, there were into... two, there were two results there that no one got, wasn't it? The Sporting Continental game and the Barnhurst one, but no one got any of them. No, no one Barn... even came close. No, that's right. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, swag. No one gave swag a chance, even though they've had Sporting Continental's number uh, more than once, I believe. Um, so yeah, no one guessed that. Uh, yeah, everyone back Barnast. Couple of yeah. a few draws, a few draws um, predicted, and everyone else went Barnast. I think we we didn't expect Burridge to do so well in the league. Uh, they they they're generally a cup team, but yeah, they've absolutely smashed Barnast. Okay. Uh, no one does that even now. Even even the older version of Barnas never gets smashed like that. So yeah, a weird, a weird week. Let's get in to this week's games. The twenty fifth of September, I think it is the twenty fifth of September on Sunday. In fact, I'm sure it is. Uh, our games of the week. We've talked about them on the podcast this week. Thanks again uh, to all the listeners. That was released um, at the time of um, recording uh, yesterday morning um, at about nine o'clock, I think, 10 o'clock, something like that. Um, it already had 350 listens just on SoundCloud. Uh, so that's a massive number just on SoundCloud because we know about a third of the numbers come from um, Apple, um, SoundCloud and Spotify split. So if 300 come from um, SoundCloud alone, then we know there's about a thousand listeners now, I think, to that to that podcast a week, which is pretty mad. Oh, and nice. uh yeah, it's fantastic, and we've already topped we've already topped our listening numbers for 2021 already in 2022. So we're beyond what we've ever done before. We've also been nominated for uh, best in non-league podcasts on the uh, football contents awards. Awards. So do we evening. all get to come to the awards ceremony with you? You absolutely can. It's a hundred and fifty pound <laughs> a ticket. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's in Manchester on a Wednesday night. Uh, maybe I'm surprised we're calling Stato for those numbers. Well, I'm reading that off of our SoundCloud uh, figures, but yeah, um, we, we're chuffed to be nominated for the awards. But yeah, I mean, it's going to be tough to go and pick up to go and get to Manchester on a Wednesday night, unfortunately. So we'll see what happens with that one. But thanks to everyone who nominated us uh, and got us involved uh, on those on those ones, we made it to the to the final nominees, which is which is a win. Uh, in itself, when you look at some of the people that are on it, that were in the in our category, uh, much bigger followers than us. So thank you very much. Right, the predictions—the reason everyone's listening. Uh, I don't know if you boys have listened to uh, the, the Sunday League show earlier on in the week to try and get a hint, but I think generally amongst us predictors, it seems like this was the toughest week. It's been so hard. Like some of the games that um, Graham has pulled out of the bag. Um, oh, they are tough. Um, even the OBDSFL. I know Jamie's making a point of picking this over the course of the season. He's going to pick every single team um, from the OBDSFL. He's literally ticking off teams as he picks them for the predictions. So um, we get to have a look at every team. But it felt, Dan, I know you said it, it felt like a tough week this week, didn't it? Yeah, I think a lot, a lot of the games sort of, you've got teams going up and down and teams going up two divisions. So you, you can't really 
sort of figure out how good teams are really. So yeah, you, you've got maybe a team that was in Division Five has got up to Division Three, then you might have had a team in already in Division Three that finished third or fourth. So yeah, it, it was it was harder to um, yeah they weren't like in each other's league last year, so it's hard to sort of yeah gauge how, how good teams are really. Absolutely right. Let's start. Where should we start this week? Let's start with the Corridor Municipal. Let's start with West for actually. Let's get the West for boys done first. Neither Steve nor Omar are here um, this week. Omar's embarrassed about getting three points last week, so he didn't want to turn up. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve's playing a charity football game, I believe, uh, against the people. So obviously we hope um, for a 4-0 Peckham um, right A win uh, in that one. Uh, so the West for games this week, Meridian taking on uh, Footscray Lions. Now, this is a cup game against a Prem team in Meridian. Uh, a draw and a win, I think, in their first two games of the season. Taking on Division 2 title favourites, um, Footscray Lions. A 7-3 win for Footscray Lions last time out. Um, I'm, Stephen and Omar both back in Footscray Lions in Div 2, which is crazy to think that they're so uh, well-backed um, by a most of the most of us, I think, no, it looks like it's a fair split. Stephen 2 1 to Footscray Lions, Omar 3 1 to Footscray Lions. I also backed um, Footscray Lions 3 2. Um, Dan Cavell, you probably heard of him, but I don't think Amari or Dan Beeler would have, unless Dan works with him, of course. Uh, Matt, Matt Nucky seems to score 50 odd Matt, goals. Who? Matt Nucky, yeah, you're kidding me. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Come on, no. <laughs> uh, but Dan, uh, you, you've probably heard it of him or I've heard his name on the podcast. I know you listen um, to the podcast, but the bloke scores 40, 45 goals um, a season. He must be 40 or there or thereabouts in age. Um, a fantastic striker, but just the pedigree of Footscray Lions against Meridian. That's mad that um, they've been backed so well um on the podcast Dan Cavell what did you say yeah I've, I've gone for 4-2 uh, Meridian yeah um, obviously three, three leagues is it, they ain't as if they're a league below do you know what I mean so three, yeah. three leagues is quite a big jump up but um yeah I know Fritz Crowe scored I think seven goals in the first two games um yeah. so um but yeah, Meridian have started. Stats, oh, sorry, stats, yeah. stats, oh, sorry. Sorry. Was <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it was an early one. But, uh, yes, but um, yeah, no, but Meridian have started well. So, um, and yeah, it's, it's the same thing. When you're in Division 2 and you beat teams by seven goals, it, it doesn't really, it's, it's neither here nor there really when you're playing a senior team. So, um, yeah, I've got gone for goals and I've gone for a Meridian. And I know quite a few of the Meridian boys, so I don't know upset them. Yeah, I recognise quite. I noticed that at least one of them played for uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead on on the odd occasion from Meridian. Yeah, yeah, I've, um, I've, yeah. I think I think two or three of them have played for us um, in a lot over the last couple of years when they when they're free. And yeah, I know a few more as did, well. Did they play for you as their own name, or did they play for you as someone else's name? No, no, they played for us under under their name. <laughs> they're, they're in Westford, aren't they? I, I, yeah, yeah. they're in West. They're in Westford, so yeah, I think I think they played. Oh, I think they did. I don't care now. I don't manage. So, <laughs> was it Billy? Was it Billy that played yes, for Marie? Yeah, um, yeah, I remember yes, him so playing yeah. against Hacienda when I when you beat him, and he was a good little player. And, I, and then yeah. I see him playing for Meridian. In the check, and then you got yeah, we had one that semi field just called Connor. He, um, he's a good player, their captain. And um, yeah, but um, yeah, no, I think. And, and the thing is, they've started well as well, Meridian. Yeah, they've yeah. lost two. Like, if they would have lost, maybe drew one and lost one, you may be fancy for it's great, but four points in that top division, yeah, I can't see them not, not winning, to be honest. 
Fair enough. Dan Beeler. Uh, yeah, I mentioned to you before the show, I've had an absolute nightmare in terms of preparation for this, as in I've done nothing. Um, so I'm just going to go with names I might have heard of and just with what I know for Southern Sunday. So I just went for a 4-1 for Footscray Lions um, because I had heard of that gentleman's name, actually. He <laughs> must have been from you. Probably. <laughs> uh, Russell was back to Desmond on this one. Which and no no result either way is a silly one here. And Amari, go on. What's your reasoning for Meridian on your prediction? I actually looked this one up, so I didn't make it up. <laughs> so I actually saw that Meridian were, although Footscray have scored fourteen goals in the last two games that they've played. Yeah. Um, so Nick, you, you don't get a stat for nicking someone else's stat. Uh, you can't. You don't get <laughs> no, he said. He said Footscray have scored seven in their last two games, meaning well, fourteen. All right, fine. Then Meridian have conceded six in their last two games. <laughs> stand tall, stand tall, stand tall. <laughs> But that that do you know that's the only reason why I think that they'll concede because they have conceded in the last the same amount in the last two games. But I think they'll still get it done. Just the prem difference. I think yeah. the league, the difference in the leagues, will do it. Fair enough. I think Meridian have played two of the, the teams that can be considered um, top teams in West for Prem as well in Metrogas. Uh, and I think it was Borden Sports A that they beat last weekend, just gone. Uh, they're two teams who will be up there or thereabouts in the Prem. So Meridian showing um, they've got a bit about them this season, which is good to see. Uh, game two is Avery Hill Athletic taking on Bexley Wanderers. Um, Steve going with a 3-0 Avery Hill athletic win. Lots of teams, lots of people fancy uh, Avery Hill to do something this year. It's been a bit of a slow start for them. Stephen's still sticking with them uh, and backing them 3-0. Omar, however, backing uh, Bexley Wanderers to win uh, 2-1. I've gone for a tighter win. I think uh, Avery Hill will win, but I think it will be tight. And I've said 2-1. Russell has gone for a 3-0 Avery Hill athletic win. Uh, extravagant and um, predicting by the lads there. Dan, tell us, have you followed suit? Dan Beeler, um, sorry. Dan Beeler, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, mate. Yeah, this was my nil-nil of the week. I picked this okay. nil-nil. So uh, and I know both teams play a very defensive kind of 5-4-1 formation, so I thought yeah, they might cancel each other out. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Dan Cavell. Yeah, I've gone 2-1, um, Avery, um, just because I, I know, they. I think they played SC Niners and I think they drew against them, and obviously they beat they beat Spring Hill, didn't they? Three 0 which who were yep. a decent team. So that's why I've gone gone for the win for them. Fair enough. Two one the prediction for Dan Cavell for Avery Hill and Amari. Um, yes, pretty much done the same. Avery Hill four two. Four two to Avery. No Hill. real reason really. Just you used to live it. You used to live at Avery Hill or something. No, but yeah. to be fair, I used to see a girl that used to live in Bexley and she was a, actually, no, I'm not saying it, but she wasn't a very nice person. So there we go, every girl. <laughs> <laughs> Another good reason, right? We get a third game up. Um, probably the game, the the best um, prospect game in this for uh, Northern Eagles taking on Inter Belvedere. Um, Northern Eagles, I ref them this weekend against um, Eltham Lions Reserves. And uh, they got dumped out of the cup by a team um, lo- much lower than them in the in the tables uh, on penalties. They'll be licking their wounds at Inter Belvedere on a high um, after being promoted into the senior division in Westfa. 
uh, they're buzzing their social media saying that they're, they're, they're feeling really good at the moment. They're looking forward to every game that comes their way. Um, Omar and Stephen back in uh, into Belvedere. Stephen backed them to win 4-1. Uh, Omar's backed them to win 2-1. Um, I've backed into Belvedere to win 4-1. After seeing Northern Eagles this weekend, um, they were solid and, and well organised, but they just didn't have the firepower that I think they're going to need um, to beat into Belvedere. Um, Amari, what did you think on this one? Uh, Desmond, for me, only Desmond. because um, Northern Eagles drew their last game uh, yep. against a team. Um, no, sorry, their last league game. Sorry, they drew against the team that I refed. And okay. The team, Push Athletic, they're quite a very good team. They beat Blendon, I think it was like 5-2 or something in the friendly. Right, okay. Um, so if they're drawing against them, it sort of put, made me think they're at the same level. And they only played one, so I'll go with uh, Desmond there. Okay, Desmond, the prediction for Amari Russell has backed Northern Eagles to win 2-0. That could be um, either brilliant, genius predicting by Russell or... Uh, make him look very silly. Dan Beeler, where have you gone on this one? Uh, 3-0 into Belvedere, just because I sort of know of them a little bit more and hear bits about them. So yeah, just thought I'd go for them. Fair enough. And Dan Cavell? Yeah, I've got I've gone 3-2 um, into Belvedere, I think. You're right with yourself. I think any of into Belvedere's games this year will probably be games a week just because it, it'll be interesting to see sort of how they do with the step up and stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, I think it's a little stout for you. I think Northern Eagles have, have played two and they've both been two all this season. So um, I was going to go to... <laughs> Stad <laughs> I, was... <laughs> I was originally going to go to all and I thought, no, in a building here, I'll back to them. Fair enough. Uh, <sighs> that's one of your made-up predict stats, isn't it? Because they definitely drew one all this weekend. Oh, well, I thought it was. I thought it was two. Maybe it's another game. Then. Maybe it's another. Maybe it's another thing. I wasted well. a good. I wasted a stat on you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's, I, I can't. I'm, I'm trying to. I'll find. I'll try and find the, the game. Okay. Uh, game four. Uh, last but not least, uh, Elton Rovers taking on Crayford Arrows. Two teams who um, spied it out in Division One last season in Westfar. Uh, playing each other again this week. Um, Elton Rovers, really good start for them. Two wins uh, in two games. I think Crayford Arrows a draw uh, and perhaps a win uh, so far this season. Um, I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. Uh, Stephen back in a draw on this one. One all, says Stephen. Um, Omar back in Elton Rovers with their good start. He's saying it's going to be three out of three for them. He's saying 2-1 to the Rovers. Um I've backed Elton Rovers to win 3-1. Uh, they seem in good spirits uh, and they look to keep their momentum going. They were fantastic at the beginning of last season, uh, but as soon as, I think as soon as the clocks, start, uh, clocks went back uh, in, at the end of October, their season uh, flopped a little bit and they didn't really pick up any momentum after that. So they'll be looking to go on better this season. Dan Cavell, where have you gone on this one? I have gone. Sorry, two seconds. I was trying to find that game. Um, so I've gone four. I've gone four-one Crayford Arrows. Four-one to Crayford Arrows. Yeah. So they was both in the same league last year, right? Yeah. Um, I think they was both in the same league, and um, yeah, I think Crayford finished yeah quite a bit in front of them actually. So that that's what I've based it on. Yeah. So I've gone four-one. That's fair enough. They were great last season, Crayford Arrows. I ref them once, and. Um... Yeah, when, in the game I did, I mean, they were they were really good and 
Um, I could, I thought they were going to do better than they did in the end. Obviously, Red Velvet won Division One title last year, and they're a good side. They've gone into the Prem Division now, uh, this season, uh, but Crayford Arrows uh, are a good side. Uh, I, I look forward to seeing that game. Whoever's refereeing that game, uh, that's lucky. That that'll be a good one. Um, Amari, what have you got on this one? Uh, Crayford Arrows to win three two, um, purely because the teams look very close together in previous games but I think Crayford will I think if they win they potentially go top depending on other results so I think they'll want that even if it's early in the season they'll want it of course if you can stay get get at the top of the table and stay there all season and you're in the league of course you want that uh, Russell back in Crayford Arrows to win 2-1 uh, uh, Dan Beeler I can I can hear the tequila what have you what have you uh, um, what have yeah, you predicted went for a Desmond um, as I was rifling through the statistics of each team, I found out that they both had uh, exactly the same pass completion rate success percentages. <laughs> so I thought they're both going to kind of enjoy spells on the ball and there'll be goals in this one. That's all. That's all. <laughs> I think I think there's some tricks being played on me tonight with the, with the stats for the boys, but uh, let's, let's, let's go along with it. Thank you, boys. That's the uh, Westford predictions. Uh, don't forget, it's three points if you get the score. Bang on. And one point if you get the home, the away or the draw correct. No points for anything else. Uh, and we total that up each week. We have a running total. Right. Let's get to some more familiar surroundings for the three predictors, my three uh, co-predictors tonight. Uh, let's go to the Southern Sunday League first. Uh and four good games. I know Graham was trying to be tricky this week with the mm. um, with the Southern Sunday games. He's 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 enjoying it, and he's he's enjoying the fact that he's not predicting any of these games. Dan Dan Bieler, sorry. So he's trying to um, give us dodgy games to predict now. Yeah, he stitched us up a bit here, isn't he? Yeah, these are tough. Were, these ones. They were tough, and I think that's kind of reflected in the scores I went with. Really. Um, yeah, yeah, first up, Real Dundonald against St Andrews. So what we're looking at this one, Real Dundonald, pe- pe- people really fancy them this season uh, in Division 2. Uh, is this, or is this a cup game? I can't remember. St Andrews are League 1, aren't they? Do they go up to League 1? Okay, I think this two? this might be a cup game, this one then. Um, St Andrews, yeah, I mean, they're the, they're, the, they're the hot sort of new team along with the likes of Celeste into... Mm. Um, the Southern Sunday, we expect them to go through the divisions pretty swiftly and probably meet each other in the Prem in about five seasons' time. But yeah. uh, Dan, what was your prediction on this one? Uh, I always find it very hard, like you just said, uh, exactly the same as Sellers, to go against St Andrews when I see their name pop up. Yeah. Um, a bit like, yeah, very similar with Sellers. Uh, I went with a 3 2 to St Andrews because Dundonald, we know they can score. Yep. Um, but I know St Andrews have an absolute bagsman who's quite tall and um, the Real Dundonald defence is uh, known for being quite short and um, St Andrews striker uh, has scored more headed goals uh, over the last calendar year than any other striker <laughs> in, uh, in any of the top four leagues in London <laughs> OK, 3-2 the prediction uh, I went 3-1 St Andrews just like you Dan uh, I don't think I'll back against St Andrews if they play against anyone outside of the top two divisions. I think I'll yeah. be back in St Andrews in uh, whichever games they play. Uh, with that in mind, Amari, what was your prediction? Um, I've gone against everyone, I believe. 
three one Rio Don Donald for the same reason as last week. I don't like the name Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you very much for that. Russell doesn't mind the name Andrew. He has backed St Andrews to win three one. Uh, Stephen has backed St Andrews to win three one. Someone listened to the podcast this week, I think. And Omar has backed St Andrews two one. Uh, Dan Cavell, which way did you go? Yeah, I went for um, two once on Andrew, just literally off what people have been saying the last sort of couple of weeks. Obviously, I've heard some good things and stuff. So, yeah, that's what I've backed on. That's good. So everyone's listening to each other at least a little bit. And I know the predictions haven't been good, but um, yeah, it's good to listen in. And um, I, I know Graham was saying that he's he's trying to pick different teams. So as predictors that we can we can have a look around the leagues and get to know the teams as well, which is which is nice. And that's the whole idea of these predictions um, for when we get a bit more football played on the, on the Sunday league show, we'll be looking a bit deeper into some of the stats as well. Like we did last season, we'll let some football get played first. The second game top deck against painters community. Um, I have backed top deck to win two one. They are a good side um, painters community with a, a heavy defeat on the weekend. Dan Bieler, but you fancy the painters to, to turn that around and to improve their form this week. Yeah, um, am I not right? I'm thinking Top Deck have had a sort of up and down start as well. I think I backed them in one of ours and it didn't come off, uh, which might have, I could be talking rubbish there, but I thought that happened, um, which might have sort of shifted me towards painters community. Um, so 3-1 painters. And have you seen their logo, by the way? No. It's beautiful. The it's painters lovely. community. I mean, yeah, I think it, they've got like, it's like sort of purple paint kind of dripping down and there's some sort of nice buildings in the background. It's really nice. Worth having a look. I'll have a look. I'll have a look. Thank you very much for recommending that. Um, Stephen has backed Painters Community to win 2-1. Omar has backed Painters uh, Top Deck to win 2-1. So we're completely split. Um, Russell, 2-0 to Top Deck. Dan Cavell, where did you go? Yeah, I've gone 3-1. 3-1 top deck so yeah well, I've got I've got painters loads of goals top deck no goals they're my notes so that, and I've ended up with 3-1 top deck so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's as good that's as good a reasoning as anyone else Amari what way did you go Um, I went I've gone 3-1 uh, to painters community Um, because you had an apprenticeship when you was a 16 year old at college as a decorator Almost. They play in the JSF Plumbing and Heating League and I thought paint is sort of a trade, isn't it? So, you know, they're, it all matches together. Okay. <laughs> free, free, free advertising for sponsors yeah. of the uh, Southern Sunday as well. Oh, sorry, I was not supposed to do that. I <laughs> know, oh, you, you can do that. I'm joking. I, I, think, I think when uh, when the when the sponsors were announced on the podcast um i accused graham of getting a free boiler out, out of the sponsorship and i don't think it went down very well so. <laughs> well i mean i can send so, yeah. them my address and then they can send me a boiler. i haven't turned it on yet ah wait you're waiting you're waiting <laughs> uh the third game masvida against dara reserves at masvida a good side uh, last season i think they were they were bridesmaids to St Andrews in Division Ten, but they were them. Them two teams were well ahead uh, of anyone else. Uh, Dara reserves a bit of a mixed bag as you expect um, with reserve teams. Um, I've backed Masvida to win four one. They won eight three or something like that this weekend. Just gone, uh, Dan Bila. You've been a bit more conservative. Yeah, three one Masvida. To be fair, it might be more Dara reserves. We actually played them twice in pre season. 
They're a very young squad. They're really nice, really nice group of lads. Very, very young though. And I thought I can see someone like Baz Fida maybe, um, you know, coming out on top. Well, when we played and we lost one game by a goal when we sort of didn't have half our team and a random goalkeeper in goal. And when we the next game we played and we sort of beat them reasonably comfortably and we have most of our team. So I can imagine Maz Fida doing doing a job there. We must congratulate you on your win, by the way, this weekend on penalties after a nil-nil draw. A nil-nil, I know, right? And you all laugh at me when I say about nil-nils <laughs> in here. You all, and I've got a nil. We got a nil-nil. A nil-nil, a nil-nil win. Uh, Amari, where did you go on this one? Uh, I went four-two Dara, which I'm starting to regret now after hearing everyone else. But I don't know anything about these two teams, and I watched Mock the Week, so Dara brings the presenter. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go you can't it's Sunday football This anything can happen Dan Cavell where did you go yes same as soon as you two started speaking I, I regretted mine straight away as well I've gone three all um, same thing I, I literally just based it on the first first week or so of the season and that's what I've come up with so yeah three all fair enough um, Omar has gone 3-1 to Masvida and Stephen has gone 2-1 to Masvida Russell uh, an ex- a flamboyant 3-0 prediction for, for, for Masvida for him. They do score goals. They did score goals last season uh, and they've carried on scoring goals. Uh, I think Dara Reserves, I think, uh, are a bit of an outside chance for uh, promotion in their division, but we know how good their first team is. Um, so you think that mate, that quality could trickle down uh, into the reserves as well. Maybe they'll they'll have a good, a good go at Masvida. They certainly won't roll over and have their bellies tickled this Sunday, that's for sure. Uh, last but not least in the Southern Sunday, uh, Club International, the football clap, and one of the best names in Sunday League football, take on Renegades. Um, Dan Beeler, Renegades absolutely battered, I think, this weekend, it's fair to say, by uh, Westminster Wanderers first. A result yeah. you might expect. It was it was 12-0, I think, they lost this weekend. Uh, Club International, uh, the football Clapham uh, winning 1-0 a, a late 90th minute winner and a brilliant picture uh, on their social media uh, to celebrate a 94th minute winner or something like that um, obviously these two teams much more closely matched uh, in terms of league standings I think they play in the same division uh, Renegades we said on the podcast might look to park the bus and, and look to um, not concede a load of goals this week um, what was your prediction? Uh, well, yeah, I think we sort of failed to mention just then that Renegades are are in the bottom division and they played a yeah. team in the top division. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's like, what was that, 12 divisions away? Yeah. Um, or leagues, sorry, Graham. Yeah. 12 yeah. leagues away. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, with that, with the big loss from last week um, and another team called Clapham, I thought I'd go 4 2. 4 2, supporting your Clapham based yeah. brothers. Brethren. <laughs> brethren uh, <laughs> I've said 2-1 to international the football Clapham uh, I just thought Renegades the national the natural sort of response to getting tonked like that even though it's against uh, a Prem Division side is to sort of say come on lads let's, let's tighten up at the back and mm. and uh, try and nick a win and and uh, I think Clapham will just will just nick this one on Sunday and Renegades should see some um, to gain some confidence from being able to shut up um, shop a little bit more um, this week um, Russell has backed Renegades to win 4-1 um, as Omar has backed Renegades to win 4-2 uh, 
Uh, Stephen has backed a Desmond. That's four shots so far. Uh, if you're playing the drinking game, Amari, what did uh, what did you go for on this one? Two no renegades, just because Clapham's name's too long. <laughs> <laughs> it's five words long for a football club. That's that's too much. So renegades. <laughs> two Fair no. enough. Fair enough. Dan Dan Cavell. So if there I'd done the complete opposite, I thought. If you, if you come out of a name like that, I'm giving you the win. So, so fair play. So I didn't even, I didn't even want to look it up. I just thought you, you're getting the win from me. Yeah. So, so what's I, your I prediction? Went two, I went for two nil. Club into the football clapham. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great team name, and they've got a good badge and all that stuff as well. So, uh, Dan Cavell, of course, former manager of uh, Sporting Club Thamesmead Sundays Football Club. So. Uh, <laughs> the length of the team's name is not really a problem <laughs> I'm used to it right uh, let's go to the Quirda Municipal um, that's our third league today the Orpington and Bromley uh, to come uh, first game up uh, Addington United playing Santola these two played each other last week um, Santola coming out 4-1 winners um, in a hotly contested game. Probably expected better of Addington United after their promotion. Uh, it's not been brilliant for them um, start this season, Amari, um, Addington. We know how many goals they scored last year. Um, but Santolo, I did see them play last season against um, Sinister JFC. I was impressed and I do think they'll be good this season. Yeah, I think they're going to be definitely be up there. They both came up from last season as well. I think they finished... Santola finished fourth and Adam finished second, I believe. That's it. Yep. Um, last season, and they've both gone up, but Adam have signed two of our old players. And my, I think Santola would do it 4 2 because I think Adam, I think Santola are going to think, oh, we beat these lot 4 1 last week. It's not that serious. And then get a kick up their ass, probably 1 or 2 0 down, and then pull it back. Fair enough. I'd, they can go both ways. They're good football inside, but they're also. They're good at the dark arts as well. I definitely saw that against um, Sinus did JFC last season. Russell uh, expecting Santola to do the job again. 4-1 predicted uh, by Russell. I am back in Santola. 3-1, like you, Amari, I think. Um, Santola could, after a, a comfortable win last week, they could start slowly. But yeah, I think the quality uh, will tell again. Um, Omar back in Addington. 3-1, he's expecting a big response from the boys uh, as is Stephen. They, he has backed a 2-1 Addington United win. Uh, Dan Cavell, you're looking at the results last week, I, I think, and, and thinking more of the same. Yeah, I think if it was 2-1 or maybe 3-1 last week, you could sort of maybe make a case for it before one. Yeah, a, a big a big win. So um, I've gone for I've gone for 3-1 this week. Um, but yeah, I think, I think 4-1's a bit too big to sort of look past, really. 3-1 to Santola, the prediction. From Mr. Cavell, Mr. Vila, your this prediction this week. This has got to be the worst prediction of the season. <laughs> this was my <laughs> guess. I was throwing in one. I'm going to throw one in every week. And I wish I'd done a little bit of research on this one. But I've said 8-2 to adding. Come to... on. Come on. <laughs> That's if that what comes off, I quit. <laughs> yeah, if that, if that comes off, we should all give up. But yeah, yeah. Um, Addington, uh, yeah, I mean, they were dispatched of last weekend for one are welcomed uh it is they're technically still in the bottom league in the quota municipal but they've they've sort of been uh, put up the, the divisions have been reduced but technically it's a promotion because they're joining quite a few uh decent teams um yeah it'll be interesting to see how this one goes 
Uh, we need a response from Addington United, though. And we do remember Addington United used to be those whipping boys uh, in the bottom division, uh, and they're definitely not that now. So they need a response uh, to a heavy defeat the weekend just gone. The next game, uh, mouthwater and tie in Division sure. 1. Uh, Woodside taking on South Sea Wanderers. Um, South Sea Wanderers 9-1 winners this weekend against AFC Shirley. Um, and Woodside, I think, Amari getting a good win themselves this weekend. Did they or did they draw? No, they got the 3-0. Um, they got I beat 3-0. They, no, they won 3-0. I believe it was against uh, PSG Reserves. Um, yeah. Palace, I've got to say Palace St. Germain now because we've got two PSGs in Croydon yeah. now. Yeah, um, that's always great when yeah, you're trying we, to do a podcast. Yeah, so we, <laughs> we play, obviously I played against Woodside last season and their winger on the left-hand side, I think it's like Els, I think his name's Els or something like that. Yeah, he, uh, Roden, he, isn't it, is his surname. Yeah, yeah, just tearing up that, like up and down the side. I think he had about 14 completed dribbles against the team last week on the left-hand side. Stato, um, Stato. <laughs> South Sea with the 79 touches in the opponent's box. Uh, oh, come on. 5 2. <laughs> Someone's had to make up from Steve not being there, isn't there? <laughs> no, honestly, I think, I think, South, I think it'll be too much for South Sea. I've, I've said it for a while that they've got some ridiculous players in that team. Even before signing a few of the MMFC lot, they still have. A very, a very good team there so I think it'll be too much Delvin 5-2 it's 5-2 prediction for South Sea Wonders yeah they look they look a better outfit than they were last year we know Albo and Dynamo Duffers stole their sort of thunder last year and they were third place um, left wanting against um, both of those teams last year but they definitely uh, look back and hungry um, this season do South Sea Wonders I'm backing them to win 4-2 like you say uh, Woodside we know uh, L, I don't know what his first name is. Roden um, scores most of their goals. He's a big player for them, a skillful, uh, tricky winger that we've all seen highlights um, on social media of. Um, and he's obviously going to be their man. Um, but South Sea Wanderers 9 1 winners against a team in AFC Shirley who we think um, will be in the top half of their table uh, come May next year. Uh, so South Sea Wanderers firing on all cylinders. Uh, Russell back in South Sea Wanderers to win 3-2. He fancies a close game. Stephen back in South Sea Wanderers 3-1. Omar back in Woodside 2-0. Perhaps he knows something we don't know. Uh, Dan Cavell. against South Sea. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, Dan Cavell, you backing goals, goals, goals in this one. Yeah, I've, I've gone 5-3. Um... South Sea Wanderers. Everything I'm sort of doing the predictions on are based on this. Um, yeah, some of the first couple of games. I think yeah, they scored nine, didn't they? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I think there's going to be goals. Um, and yeah, and I've just done them. Yeah, to edge it. Fair enough. Um, Dan Beeler. <laughs> oh, this was one last week when I mentioned one of my mates at work, um, and he a guy called Callum Hart. He bags free last week, um, yeah. so I'll never go away from South Sea Wanderers four two. 4-2 to South Sea Wanderers. Um, I think, yeah, I'm just looking how many people have backed Woodside. Just the one, Omar, but he got three points last week, don't forget, so don't pay any attention to his predictions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, game three uh, in Division 2, this one. Croydon United against KFC. Um, Croydon United, new boys last season, have improved enough to move themselves away from the, the bottom two of last season. But Quidditch United will look to push themselves up the table this year, taking 
um, looking at the likes of Addington United and thinking that, that that's where they would want to aspire um, to be. They play KFC on their day. Um, we've seen they can get good wins. Um, would you think it's going to be Amari? You've gone for a three or a two piece for KFC. I've gone for a a free piece against KFC and it hurts me because if anyone follows me on social media, I know me and Croydon do not get on, but after refing KFC this weekend, they lost 7-1 to Addiscombe because they turned up with 11 men and you never know what you're going to get from them. They either turn up with seven, turn up and then turn up with 10 and then turn teams over or play with 11 and get injuries. So I reckon they're just going to get tired towards the end because Croydon, as you know, got a lot of young players as well. Yeah. So 3-2 Croydon United for me. 3-2 Croydon. Russell back in Croydon as well, 2-0. Um, as league secretary, Russell probably can see all the bits and pieces that go that's going on in the background with certain clubs. So I'm glad I went 3-1 uh, to Croydon United. Uh, Omar has gone for a Desmond. That's the sixth one, I think, of the night. Uh, to, uh, and... Stephen, he said that he couldn't back against anyone uh, with uh, with the name KFC. So it seems pubs and restaurants, Stephen will unashamedly be biased towards with his predictions. Uh, uh, Dan Bila? Oh, I can just see KF- KFC turning up and uh, absolutely being up for it, if I'm honest. They, uh, the bounce back ability from last year, from, from losing a game to winning, they, they, they've done that more than any other team within their division last year. So I can see all. going on again this year. Okay. Where are you getting these stats from? Football Me Too isn't that great. Dan, I, where, where, did you, where did you go with your prediction? Yeah, I've gone 4 2 Croydon as well, just because, yeah, basically on last week they lost they lost 7 1, which is obviously a, a big loss. So, yeah, I've got, and I heard they were struggling for players as well. So I've gone, gone 4 2 Croydon. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Amari, um, they did lose to a quite sharky team in Division 2, they didn't they, in Addiscombe Corinthians? Yeah, but it was, as I was saying, I was reffing the game. So even for the first 15, 20 minutes, it was evenly matched. They was got the two goals, which was well worked by Addiscombe. But literally after that, it was injuries. Um, I think their captain threw a strop and walked off the pitch and subbed himself for... Oh, God a late sub that was already injured and he came on and then they scored another goal. Um, so it's, just, it's literally, it depends on who turns up and more importantly, if they turn up on time, because now we're told to kick off at half time. You don't delay kickoffs, even if you're waiting for players. If you've got seven, you're playing. Okay. That's a bit harsh, isn't it? You, you're, taking that start, <laughs> you're taking that start to team straight away, are you? Well, because we've got, in our leagues, we've got um, half 10 and half 12 kickoffs and a lot of the refs have to get from one pitch to another from 12.15 ah, okay. to 12.30 for another kickoff. Okay, fair enough. That's fair enough. Uh, fourth game, last but not least, a uh, huge game in the uh, Quidditch Municipal uh, Prem Division. Uh, Addiscombe Casuals last year, third place finishes uh, in the league uh, with two cup wins. Uh, the Big Cup, the League Cup, the League Challenge Cup and the Senior Cup won. Um, by Addison Casuals, a big season for them. One of those cup final wins was against Quidden JFC, their opponents this weekend. Uh, Quidden JFC massively underachieved uh, in the league. I think that's more than fair to say. Uh, but they got to a, a county cup final uh, and lost to um, Addison Casuals in a league cup final. Um, Amari, there's a bit, it, I don't want to say bad blood, but this is a fantastic game, this one, because uh, 
Croydon JFC with their 6 0 win just this weekend gone, um, they'll be looking to put one over Addiscombe Casuals, won't they? 100%. And my prediction actually changed with probably the weirdest stat, but you will agree, Andrew, that when I thought it was a half 10 kickoff, I backed Addiscombe. And then I found out it was a half 12. Yeah. And Croydon United, uh, Croydon JFC, sorry, win their games at half 12, but they don't at half 10. Yeah. And that it sounds weird, but it honestly is true. So because it's half 12, I've gone with Croydon JFC. That's the only reason. 4-2 to Croydon JFC. I mean, that's I asked Roger on the um, pod, podcast on, uh, when did we record? Monday, because I said, is it a choice like to, to pay to play at 10.30 or 12.30? Uh, and it's just a league rule that you get allocated a kickoff time. I'll tell you what, if I was... If I was anyone in that Prem division, I would be trying to get 10.30 kickoffs against Gordon JFC every week. But um, Everyone in our group chat, in the manager's group chat, has said that they want to bin 12.30 kickoffs. Gordon JFC seems to be the only team that want them, and you can see why. Yeah, they're, they're very prolific. Um, half 12 to the point, I've backed them as well. <laughs> I've backed them 2-1 to beat Addiscombe Casuals. Addiscombe Casuals got three points on the board last week, but not through playing football. Um, I think it was Cobbs they were due to play, couldn't get a team out or didn't have players registered for the game. Um, sure. So Addiscombe have got three points on the board. Um, Quirden JFC with a big 6-0 win. Uh, Russell has backed Quirden JFC to win 3-1. Uh, he's taking notice of the half-12 kickoff. Uh, Stephen has backed the casuals to win 2-1. Uh, and Omar has backed Quirden JFC to win 2-1. Uh, Dan Cavell, where did you go? Yeah, I've gone 4-1 Corey. And I remember last week you said Ryan Gondo played for him. Yeah, he scored um, as well. He scored last that's week it. as well. So I, I checked the like, and then someone else said that basically they sign all these players and they don't really play. So I checked and he played. So then if he's playing, then yeah, it's hard to stack against him really. So I've gone 4-1. Absolutely. What a player he is, by the way. Dan Bieler, where did you go? Completely um, just to all. That's Brandon Desmond. Didn't know enough. I forgot the Gondo stat from last week, if I'm honest. And I would have gone that way had I remembered. Fair enough. Desmond just means someone's getting more drunk as they listen to this podcast. And that is, that's that's <laughs> that's fun by itself. Right. Last but not least, thank you, gents, for the Quidditch Municipal uh, predictions. Last but very much not least, uh, the Orpington uh, and Bromley. And as I say, Jamie is trying to get around every single club um, in the... Uh, Orpington and Bromley, at least, um, in terms of the predictions, just concrete in our view that we like to cover every single team uh, from top to bottom in uh, on the Silk Grassroots podcast network. Perhaps that's why we're getting nominated for awards. I don't know. Um, the game one, um, if either of these two teams are playing each other, um, I think even Dan Dan Cavell, it's, it's a special one, isn't it? These ones, these are these classic games against the old school. Orpington um, and Bromley teams they're special games aren't they this is Bickley against Kenningwell and it doesn't really need much more uh, of an introduction than that for the Orpington and Bromley listeners yeah well, I think especially if you've been involved in the OPSFL for a long period obviously you've got new teams that come over so you sort of the Dons and the, the Lamberts but these two teams have been there forever so um, yeah I think if you've just been involved in the league for the first sort of four, like four or five years then it won't mean as much, but yeah, these two are just sort of 
yeah, always been there, really. So, um, yeah, always a good game. Always a good game. Like these, these two and Hatcham, I think at the moment, I'm, I don't want to disrespect anyone, but they seem to be the long, longest standing senior teams anyway um, in the current in the current format. I don't want to upset anyone. I, I, can, I can't think of anyone else who was there back in the day, 10, 12 years ago. So, yeah, Bickley and Kenningwell is a bit of a classic game. Um, lots of respect between each teams and both of them pipping each other to titles um, over the last um, decade. So a very interesting uh, fixture, this one. Uh, Dan, lead away with with some analysis on this one. Where did you go and, and what was your reasoning? Yeah, I've just I've just gone for Kenningwell 2-1. I think any, any Bickley game that's on here is going to be sort of 2-1 and below. So you could be 1-0, 1-0, 2-1, sort of around that scoring. But um, yeah. Yeah, I think I think Bickley sort of got a last minute equaliser last week against Sports Kings, and to be honest, I'd probably fancy Kenningwell just pop Pippin Sports Kings. So um, that's why I've gone two one. Two one. I've matched you with two one. I think I looked at some of the pace that um, Kenningwell will potentially have or do have going forward, uh, and Bickley. You know, they're a tight group of, of lads who are fantastic footballers, um, but if they can. If Kenningwell can manage to turn them and get them running back towards their own goal, they may be uh, with a bit of a, an advantage with their um, attacking pace. Uh, I've gone two-one for Kenningwell as well, but you know, either either team winning is a happy day uh, for us fans of the OBD SFL. Uh, Omar has backed Kenningwell to win three-two. Stephen back in Bickley to win two-one. Russell back in the draw. He's bottled it with a one-all, not a Desmond, a one-all. Um, which is a strange prediction. Uh, Dan Beeler, where did you go? Um, I did love it when this game popped up, if I'm honest. It's got like a bit of a like Man United against Liverpool feel to it, isn't yeah. it? It's like, yeah, it is, yeah. Like Kings. Um, uh, I've always sort of, Kenningwell have always been my kind of team, my Sunday league team I've followed outside of my own team. But something's telling me Bickley. I can't tell you why, can't tell you what. I just went for them. What's your prediction? 3 2. Bickley. 3 2 to Bickley. Henry and Paino and all the boys will be pleased to hear that. Amari, you fancy Bickley too? I do. Last four league meetings between the two have gone two apiece. Two to Bickley, two to Kenningwell. So I think it's Bickley. Stats all. Stats oh, yeah, that's all. That is a great start. That is a great one. Is that a made up? Fantastic. Thank you very much for that. Who needs Stephen? We can go back to the season before COVID as well, and they got Kenningwell done the double, but only with a walkover in the second one. However, I think That's it's Bickley's turn. Fantastic stuff. Bickley's turn to yeah. take the lead, and then maybe later on the season, Kenningwell will win, but Bickley 3 2. Fantastic stats. Great work. Lovely. Great yeah. work. Did you, did you really you. have a girlfriend from Bixie, or did you make that up? No, I actually did. <laughs> 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 that one was true. Yeah, okay. He did have one in honour oak as well. That's why he's back Bickley to win. Game two is Alpington taking on Hayden Reserves. Uh, Alpington in Division Two, I think, as are um, Hayden Reserves replacing the first team in that division this season. Um, a good game, this one, it has to be said. Uh, I've backed Alpington to win 3-1. Since seeing them against um, Greenwich Mariners last season, um, I, I thought they were a good team and they seemed to get results against the better teams in Division 2 last season uh, and slipped up really against teams that they shouldn't have. Uh, we know Hayden Reserves uh, have been fancied in the past, um, but I've, I think Alpington will do the job 3-1. Uh, and Dan, 
uh, Cavell, uh, you're thinking along the same lines as me. Yeah, I've gone, ex- I've gone exactly the same 3-1 for exactly the same reasons. I think all of them were quite disappointing last year, actually. I think um, I think they've got some good players down there. They've got a good manager. And yeah, yeah I, I, I would have expected them to... I, I would have expected them to sort of compete for the title. Um, and yeah, I th- they, they didn't finish that far behind, actually, Hayden's first team. So that's why I've gone for the win for, uh, yeah, 3-1. 3-1 win predicted by Dan Cavell uh, Omar back in Hayden Reserves 2-1 Stephen back in Alpington to win 3-1 that's three of us back them to win 3-1 um, so if they do get 3-1 we're not making up uh, many points on each other um, Russell has back to 2-0 Alpington win Amari uh, did you have a, a girlfriend that lived on the outskirts of Dartford no comment <laughs> uh... <laughs> However, I have backed Orpington to win as Hayden Reserves haven't managed to beat them last season. Hayden and Reserves and them didn't play in the same division, but that's that's good stats. That's good stats work. Their first their first team was in is the that division. That's still right? true, though. It's very true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... yeah, exactly. Orpington, Orpington also didn't lose to Real Madrid last season. So um, something to think about when making your predictions. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> it all, it all uh, Thanks, thank you. Fantastic work, Dan Bela. Well, I went Hayden Reserves four two. Uh, apparently, over this last week, they've picked up some massive uh, transfer news with regards to a new striker. So I've, I've, I've got them to score four. Fantastic, brilliant news. Keeping your ear to the ground for all the news when I'm saving it up for our recordings on the uh, Sunday League Show Extra. Thank you very much for that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, the third game, AFC Wilgar taking on Phoenix Sports three. Wilgar just seemed to not lose games of football at the moment. A big win for them this weekend. I think it was a Kent Cup game they played this weekend. Two uh, promotions on the bounce from Division 5 and Division 4. Uh, Will go going about their business nice and professionally. I've backed them to win 2-1. Um, again, any game against Phoenix Sports is going to be a tough battle. Uh, Dan Cavill, um, their, their fourth team are doing a business, scoring 10 this weekend. Um the Phoenix Sports Free Boys playing AFC Wheelguard. Do you give them much of a chance? Yeah, I, I've got this is, for me. This is similar to the Crayford Arrows near from Belvedere one last week in, in Westface. Sort of, you would expect them to both be at the top end of the table. It should be goals, and yeah, it could go either way. Um, but yeah, I've gone three, three two to Phoenix. Three two to Phoenix. Interesting. Yeah. Omar back in uh, Wheelguard to win three uh, two. Stephen back in Wheelguard to win two one. Fancied. Uh, by the majority uh, Dan Bieler oh you just caught me eating you've left me <laughs> to laugh okay. the last couple of times I've been shoveling food in my mouth I've really <laughs> turned it on in time I went for a two-all um, don't know enough about each team yet if I'm honest and didn't do my homework this week that's not a problem go and enjoy your dinner for a couple Apologies. of seconds <laughs> uh, Russell back in Phoenix Sports 3 to win 3-1 uh, Amari where were your thoughts um, I well, it seems to have worked out, but I looked at the league table and saw that FC Wilgar were top and that Phoenix Sports were eight, but didn't pay attention to any of the other columns and didn't realise that there's zeros in every column. <laughs> <laughs> but it seems to have worked out. Okay. 3-1 so, uh, Wilgar. So just based on alphabetical order, you're, basing, you're giving Wilgar well, the win. Three but yeah, that, that happened. <laughs> That's brilliant. Thank you very much. Uh, the fourth game and last of our... Uh, 16 games is Alpington Colts come on the Colts they take on um, East Wickham Wanderers 
uh, in a division four four game. This must be. I think both teams got promoted. I think well, Colts got promoted this season. Um, Dan Cavell, Eastwick and Wanderers. We saw big improvements in them last season. They they started off really badly at the beginning. Uh, seemed to get some players together. Found themselves. Uh, getting, I think, deep into the Vic Farrow Cup quarterfinals or semifinals, something like that. Um, they're playing the Colts this this week, who got promoted in fourth in fourth place from Division Five. Went up with um, Hazen Pickhurst, Phoenix Sports Four, uh, and South London Spartans. Uh, Colts getting um, take getting a promotion. There must have been numbers dropped out or something, but they got a promotion nonetheless. Um, can you see? Uh, uh, an East Wickham uh, win or do you think Colts are going to do the business? Yeah, I've, I've gone 3-1 East Wickham. Um, yeah, like what you said, Open Rovers did get promoted um, in fourth. But they lost nine games in Division 5 last year. Yeah. Um, Stato. Stato. <laughs> nine games. Yeah, I think they lost, I think they lost, yeah, they lost nine and won 12. So, um, from Division 5. So, yeah, I, I think it could be a bit of a long season for them. Um, so, yeah, I've gone 3-1 East Wickham. Fantastic. Omar, thinking along the same lines as us, he's back in East Wickham to win 3-1 as well. Um, Dan Bieler, are you breaking the 3-1 curse or are you sticking with it? I'm sticking with it. And that's all, all you're getting from me. 3-1 <laughs> to East Wickham. Four of us have backed East Wickham to mm. win 3-1. That's crazy. Uh, Stephen has gone as buck to trend and he's back in the Colts to win 3-0. A clean sheet to the Colts. Um, I think that's quite a rare thing. Russell back in the Colts 2-1. Uh, Amari, you're going big on your one. Yeah, I've gone 4-0 East Wickham. Um, I've refed East Wickham pre-season and their defence, from what I remember, it was against Hacienda Reserves. Their defence was very good. They're massive, uh, isn't they, at the back? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're massive, isn't they? They're tall. In the air, they're winning. They're yeah. very physical. Anything in and around the arm span, you're not getting around them. And they did win 5-0 last week as well. So... I'm going to go 4 0 Eastwick and Wonders. Yeah. Uh, Wonders, yeah. Yeah, Eastwick and Wonders. I saw him in a cup in a cup quarter final. I was on the line, and yeah, their back line is is tall. It's this six, all of them are six foot four, it seems like anyway. Yeah. And uh, they're not just lumps as well. They can they can get the ball down and play. And yeah, there's some pace in there as well. Yeah, agreed. Uh that's it. So, boys, as I say, three points to get the result bang on, and one point if you get the home, the away, or the draw. We have to beat what we got last week what was the highest score seven is a low is a low uh, mark to try and beat last uh, this week but we need to start hitting double figures uh, on a weekly basis hopefully the boys Omar Stephen uh, and Russell will be back with us next week but Dan Cavell Dan Bieler and Amari thank you for your time tonight boys and I will speak to you next week cheers man thank you later thank cheers, you cheers boys bye bye Searching for players, searching for clubs, find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match, MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.